There's a book that came out about 30 years ago. It's a book uh, called An Affair of the Mind. It was written by a woman, Laurie Hall. Uh, I think we've got a copy in the church library. I've got actually extra copies. Uh, the author, Laurie, tells a story about how her husband, the father of their children, how he destroyed his family and how he destroyed his mind through pornography and through everything that came with that addiction. He could not stop. He would not stop. And it destroyed his marriage. It destroyed his career. He went from being a high-paid executive to working on the line. Her husband eventually was forced, forced to get effective help. And he received it. And somehow, by the end of the book, somehow, with all the, the damage it took, Somehow the family is still together, but his mind was seriously damaged by it. And, and as he goes into work every day at the factory, he brings with him his briefcase, the briefcase that he used to use in his high-paying executive job. He brings it into the factory, his entry-level position, not because he needs a briefcase there. He brings it to remind him. It's a piece of the life that he broke he brings it to remind him what his lack of self-control destroyed. It's a piece of his past. At this table, we remember that Jesus' life fell to pieces because of sin. Not his sin, but because of your sin, because of my sin. He let his life fall to pieces so that we could be made whole. And so at this table, we're feeding on pieces of Jesus' life. In the meal, we take bread. When we had ruined ourselves, Jesus came to be ruined and marred in our place. In this meal, we take wine. Our Savior bled and died. And that is what makes us spotless and clean. And so when you take the supper... You say, my sin killed me, but Jesus lives, and so do I. And so Jesus arranged this new Passover meal, and he says, do this in remembrance of me, and we are spiritually fed by Jesus as we do this. If you've come to know Jesus, and you have come to the point where you say, I'm a sinner, and Jesus is the only way my sins can be forgiven, and the only way I can be made clean, and I want to follow him, and I want to have him, then the supper is for you. Come and take this. If, if that's not where you are with Jesus, we are glad that you're here, but you don't want to take the supper because it's a declaration that Christ is your Savior, Christ is your Lord, and, and that just wouldn't be true for you. But we're glad that you're here, and we invite you to stay here and just... Take in what's going on. And maybe this is a chance for you to reflect on, is God saying something to you? Is God inviting you? Do you have some questions for God? We'd love to talk more about it. Now let's pray. Lord Jesus, we pray that as we take the bread and the wine, that we would feed on Christ, his body and his blood. We pray that you would confirm, establish, and increase the life of Jesus in us. We pray, Lord, that we would know that we're known by you 
Everything about us is known by you, and we're embraced by you. That's grace. How could it be with all of the, the fouling that we've brought on ourselves? But it is true. You embrace us. All is well because of Jesus. And so, Lord, would you encourage us? Would you, would you magnify the love of God in Christ? May we know the height, the breadth, the, the depth, the full extent of the love of God in Christ, even in the supper. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.